Namaste. This is Author Spotlight by Preeti Chaudhary. I am your friendly host, Preeti Chaudhary, and with me here is Vishwas Mudgal, and we are bringing you Author Spotlight, brought to you, powered by StreamYard, an hour of absolutely scintillating creative conversations. With that, let us dive straight in into this episode of Author Spotlight. featuring Vishwas Mudgal an author a serial entrepreneur and quite a few things in between but let me not tell you who he is because let's ask Vishwas straight away to introduce himself first of all welcome Vishwas please introduce yourself let the audience know who you are where are you from and all the rest of it so that we can get this absolutely scintillating and creative conversation cracking over to you thank you Awesome. Thank you so much for having me here, Preeti. It's an absolute pleasure talking to you to be on your show and uh, talking to the LinkedIn uh, family. So absolutely delighted. Um, just to tell you about myself, uh, I'm a dreamer. I, um, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a serial entrepreneur and uh, uh, I'm an author and a motivational speaker. So um, I think, but most importantly, who am, am I is uh, basically a dreamer. i dream of uh, converting my ideas into reality all the time uh, something meaningful something that is uh, mattering to the world around me so that's who i am thank you short and sweet you know i would also like to know a little bit of your family background in terms of where you're from parents siblings and you know your immediate family as well if possible please because i think that sets a really good and human context to this person that is sitting here with me vishwas so it is over to you thank you yeah so i am uh, from karnataka and uh, you know my uh, family is based from here north karnataka and my dad uh, uh, you know is a doctor and uh, for two sisters uh, my mom is a homemaker uh, so two elder sisters i was a uh, youngest one so it was uh, fun a lot of fun uh, growing up you know when you are the youngest and you are really pampered and uh, all of that but uh, yeah it was a um, uh, pretty good uh, childhood uh, for me and then i from north karnataka i was uh, in mysore for a couple of years uh, i studied in uh, ramkrishna vidyashala you know with the ramkrishna math basically so uh, vivekananda swami vivekananda has been uh, one of my uh, uh, gurus uh, guiding lights uh, basically uh, throughout my life uh and then i came to bangalore uh, from you know studied in rv college of engineering which is like the number one college in in bangalore and of course one of the top in india uh yeah so so i think uh, it's been about 20 years uh, uh, i call bangalore home so of course i'm a bangalorean uh yeah so that's that's the journey yeah brilliant thank you for that and you know what intrigues me is uh, so much of diversity in the background in terms of um studying engineering and uh, then becoming an author and a speaker where did all of when and rather where did all of this creative or creativity and creative instinct happen and when did it um, arise in you when did you find out that you actually like doing creative stuff vishwas over to you yeah yeah so you know i think that's how i am from uh, the beginning i used to be uh, i used to draw a lot you know uh, when artist um basically i used to do a lot of sketching and coloring and stuff and then uh, it it got into uh, essay writing so i used to write a lot of essays 
and um, and then um, I think I just uh, uh, kind of knew that you know uh, art and uh, this kind of creativity was in me all the time. It was uh, only about channelizing it uh, to be uh, honest in the in the right way. So um, that's how it was. But not until uh, recently I uh, really realized that you know I can actually uh, write a book. You know, it was only in two thousand nine uh, I realized that you know I can uh, write a book. Uh, basically, I had to go bankrupt to realize that you know I can write something. So, uh, very interesting uh, story happened. Uh, one of the startups that I founded, um, Jobihire.com, doing really well, but um, you know went bust in like a couple of years. The only reason was you know I couldn't make money. We were not focusing on making money, and um, the the team um, dismantled and all of that. So I was just sitting at home thinking, you know, what did I do wrong? You know, what did I got myself into? Because all my peer group, all my friends, they had all gotten ahead of uh, me and getting high salaries and cushy jobs and all of that. And, uh, you know, basically I'm sitting at home with my, the failure in my mind. And, you know, it's like I just wanted to hide uh, from everybody and I wanted to run away from the world. And... Uh, uh, that's a very very interesting um, thing happened. So one of my um, ex colleague he called called me up and he uh, uh, asked me okay what's going on and stuff and then he said he's going to go on a journey across India um, and then he told he's taking a sabbatical and he has no idea you know when he's going to come back. So I was like man this guy is a total dude you know I mean this guy is quitting a perfectly good job and is going and I'm like you know sick and tired of the failure that I'm in. Uh, I wanted to just quit everything and go with him, right? Uh, but then just about when I was thinking of uh, doing that, I got another call this time. And uh, this time it was from um, a Canadian company. I got a call from Canada. And um, this company, uh, they, they told me that they want to hire me as their CEO because they wanted to set up their India centers and they want to expand in Asia and all of that, in fact. So I thought it was like a prank call. I asked them, like, you know, do you know, I just shut down my company. Why do you even want to hire me? So uh, that's when they told me that, you know, we want to hire you because um, basically the kind of uh, experience you have, you know, you have um, had uh, millions of uh, users and you know how to build a team and scale it up and all of that. That's the reason we want to hire you. So that day I realized that there is nothing called failure in my life. You know, had I not taken the risk of starting uh, something on my own, I wouldn't have become a CEO for a multinational company. Right. So that day I decided I need to write about somebody who's in my situation. But instead of taking this job, goes on a journey across India. Um, right. And uh, so that's when the idea of losing my religion, my first debut novel, uh, came into a picture, actually. What do you? Thank you so much, Vishwas. An absolutely fantastic and brilliant story. You know, you've uh, yeah. married two things that happened to you simultaneously at that point in time. Mm -hmm. So one was yeah. the whole sort of failure story wherein you're saying, you know, you want to talk about it, but then also sort of bringing into that travel and self-discovery aspect of what your friend was going and what you couldn't because you were being hired. Absolutely brilliant. Take us a little bit through that writing journey, Vishwas, because there's a lot of people out there uh, in today's day and age who are actually attempting writing as a profession as well. And it is always inspiring to hear other people's lived experiences. So please just take us um, through the ups and downs and all the roller coaster ride of mental tenacity, 
all the emotions that were going through and all the rest of it because that brings out the actual real nerve center of a person when they are at their creative best over to you thank you yeah so um, this this is the book this is the first edition this is how it was losing my religion and uh, yeah so um, so when i started writing it uh, basically um, it was um, um, i just wanted to you know um, write something right write a novel right and you know you know something i don't know how to write a book uh, how to write a story so when i started writing it it was all about just you know writing whatever i could and then i wrote a, a couple of chapters i showed it to my wife um we were recently married uh, basically um, me and my uh, co-founder uh, sonia sharma uh, of course we have done all the startups together and uh, uh, you know she has been my pillar of strength all, all the way right so she looked at the story and then um, she looked at my face and then um, because i was very eager to get some feedback from somebody so she looked at me and she's like this sucks <laughs> i was like what as like this story sucks i was like what are you saying you know because i had written it with so much of love and all of that stuff right and then uh, she said you're good at many things but story writing is not your thing you know so basically don't waste your time do something else because there's no point so i was like heartbroken i was so hurt so i stopped writing i quit writing i thought i'll never write again and um, uh, basically one week two week three week four weeks uh, went by and but my heart is like you know calling me back to the story you know i need to write i need to write uh, that's when i uh, started to understand ki why am i thinking like this why am i feeling like this right so another incident came into my mind um, so this incident was basically uh, it was a uh, uh, my uh, sister in law's uh, wedding and then i had to i had decided to give a dance performance so people had asked me and then i thought i'll give a dance performance so we had uh, practiced practiced a bit and then uh, on the engagement day or something i gave a dance performance of so group dance or whatever so after the dance performance everybody came to me and told me which was please promise me one thing that you will never dance ever again in your life okay <laughs> so um and uh, you know what i did when people told me that i just laughed okay i just laughed and laughed laughed so much right so um that's when i compared these two situations okay somebody tells me that basically you suck at dancing i laugh okay so much and somebody tells me you you suck at uh, writing and my whole world comes down crashing why is it so that's when i realized that i had fallen in love with writing okay so uh, i had fallen in love with writing so that's when i realized that i don't care about anybody i don't care about um, any anybody i just decided that day that me as an author is going to write for me as an audience and and nothing else i just started writing for myself so i think that is a key to uh, writing uh, amazing things because that's when um, unique stories come out so i wrote and after like uh, without telling uh, sonia i wrote and after a couple of months she actually saw me again writing she read what i had written and she really loved what i wrote and uh, she, it's when she told that you have to write this book because this is a story of some uh, a person who was in a very bad shape like a you know going through you're broke you don't have money you don't have a, um, you know success and from that somebody has to come and bounce back right so that journey is important for people to understand right to, to inspire and also to have fun so she she liked it you know because i had written about a hippie and uh, you know it's about three people coming together in different ways of life 
there is um, Kyra and um, um, Alex, and then it's an international story. It's got a huge canvas about um, things. It goes from uh, the Malana in um, Himalayas to Om Beach in um, you know near Goa, and all of that, right? So to New York. So it's it's a it's a huge canvas, and uh, I love writing the uh, the book and. Um, um, unfortunately, it was rejected by most of the publishers, and you know, uh, yeah. So it was, it was, you know, kind of uh, rejected by most of them, and uh, for various reasons. Maybe because I was a newcomer, or you know, some people said the story is not great. Some people said it's not going to work. All of that, but it took me like about five years to actually uh, publish that book. Uh, 2009, I started writing. 2014. Um, you know, uh, I think uh, 2014, I think we released uh, that and then it went on to become like an overnight uh, bestseller and, you know, it's it's really uh, went on to, uh, uh, I think, uh, touch many lives actually. A lot of people are really taking inspiration from it and it also got, uh, you know, published in Canada as well and then we had uh, the... Uh, we also had like in one in uh, you know the uh, hindi as well so this is uh, basically ek uh, tufani dasta it's called in uh, hindi and the people appreciated it a lot and then we have wandu uh, birugale kate in uh, the uh, kannada so it's uh, yeah so it's i think that's that's the journey with uh, losing my religion is absolutely uh, had a blast with the whole book it's it's my favorite uh, book till now i, I love uh, um the way the whole thing was for more than anybody else it was for me that you know the transformational journey uh and for me to come out of my own uh, shell that i had created for myself i think it was a kind of a transformational journey for my for me and uh for thousands of reasons tens of thousands of readers out there when they reach out to me and they, they have been got an inspiration to do many things because of the book so that is the uh ultimate uh gratitude that you get well done, Vishwas, because, I mean, if there were no expectations setting out onto that journey, that is when it all sort of, uh, the entire universe conspired to then make it happen for you. You know, when you have the least expectation is when the massive sort of things in life actually happen. So, well done. Excellent. Um, another thing that pops up into my head, you know, so being rejected by lots of publishers and newbie, like you say, no legacy, no history behind did you self-publish or what did you end up doing? Take us through that journey a little bit because then again, it is extremely important for the writers out there who would want to chart out a journey similar to yours as well. Thank you. Yeah, so, you know, um, there's a point in time I thought I'll just uh, self-publish it because most of the, uh, you know, publishing houses had kind of rejected it. But then um, I uh, realized that I need to get an agent, basically a literary agent, and then... Uh, I got in touch with a few agents, and then um, uh, and then uh, my my current agent, you know, he uh, he got a hold of a book. Uh, his name is uh, Kanishka Gupta. So he so he, he liked the book, and then he pitched it. And he um, fingerprint publishing was uh, uh, they had just launched that time, so it was one of the first few books that they, had, they picked it up and. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a good success uh, story out there. So yeah, so if somebody wants to publish a book, I think uh, you can look at, um, um, of course, a literary agent that will strengthen your chances of getting published. Uh, that is great. And also, I think uh, literary agents can also make your book a little better. They'll give you a very good uh, 
criticism, uh, constructive criticism, make sure that it's a better thing, uh, right? So I, I have like written about 16 versions of the first uh, book, right? So there are, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy amount of work that I've gone through, right? About 64, like, you know, proper drafts of the book, right? I was like practically living the characters, right? I had gone crazy and people thought I was going nuts because five years, somebody is like, you know, persistently working on something uh and for what i mean it's just uh, you know just a passion right i mean uh, you know so that is the thing right so i feel that uh, self publishing also could be a great uh, avenue these days you know with amazon and a lot of other self publishing thing that is also amazing uh, i think you can uh, look at that as an option uh, but of course there are many publishers now uh, who are willing to you know bet on newcomers and we need we need new blood in the publishing industry. That's very critical. Okay, point taken. Yeah. And here again, I can think of these two sort of extremes. On the one hand, rejections from all the publishers, and then after sort of living each and every part and character for a good five years, writing that book, and when it gets published, not one, but then it gets translated into two or three and more maybe languages so far. What was that journey all about? So, you know, an entire 180 degree sort of turn from rejections to this grade of acceptance and then uh, absolutely ballistic success. Take us through that journey a little bit, please. Over to you. Yeah. So when the book uh, released, I think I was trying to figure out how do we market the book and all of that. And, uh, but it's it's so happened that, you know, just the word of, uh, um, uh, mouth marketing was so good you know people actually started recommending the book to others and then you know and it stuck for like about six years now right so even now uh, people are reading the book even now uh you know it is on most of the uh, top 10 list, lists everywhere uh, in terms of uh, uh the books you got to read to make sure that you know you to turn your life and all of that and it's so surprising that you know it's not even a non-fictional book right so basically what happens is most of the books that are read, uh, you know, for to turn around your life and stuff, you know, they are they are basically nonfiction, right? Because you you basically look at somebody's autobiography and all of that, or some kind of an experience. But this, I think, uh, is a fictional work. It's a lot of fun happening, uh, but at the same time, I think there is a very um, cool message that you know, as long as you continue to do what you love and uh, you know, you will find your passion and you will bounce back and uh, don't take life too seriously because you know success and failure keeps uh, they keep uh, coming and going but what is important is you keep moving forward pick yourself and move forward so that kind of a uh, messaging and um, the packaging was uh, i think was very critical uh, in this uh, book when i looked at it right so um, the it's like Three idiots, three idiots for example right so it's it's like such a nice movie at the same time it gives you a great uh, message by the end of it so i think uh, this book was packaged like that i think maybe because that's how i wanted my life to be it was it should be something that is fun but at the same time it has to have substance it needs to uh, make this world a better place uh, we all need to you know uh, be good good people at the same time uh, do something good good for uh, people all around and have fun at the same time right so uh, that is something that this book was and uh, i think audience started asking for uh, the book in Canada um, and then hindi and then because the demand was so strong then we ended up uh, you know getting uh, 
people who could actually transcreate it right it was just not translations it's about creating it again because this is a you know work of fiction it cannot be just translated like you know it's not like google translation right it has to like you need to create that whole thing so uh, um yeah so we did it one by one and uh, it, those those uh, translations also are pretty uh, successful uh, right now so yeah that that's how the journey has been for the, with the losing my religion thank you so much and here i'm going to take a step back because you know um, not just an author you also a serial entrepreneur and while you were writing this book you were newly married as well take us a little bit more about time management please so you are opening up companies you are newly married you are writing a book i mean does your day have 48 hours or does it still have 24 hours and how do you ended up um opening companies writing a book and staying married all those three over <laughs> to you thank you yeah i know it's it's one of the biggest challenges of my life and i think it's a i think maybe it's a gift um uh, that i think uh, Uh, that i have got that i am able to manage uh, multiple things because my mind works like that um very early in my life i kind of uh, mastered the art of multitasking and um, i always believed in two things one this is something that i've learned from uh, the readings of uh, swami vivekananda and how do i manage the whole time and stuff like that so one is of course the power of concentration okay so whenever you're doing something you focus so much that uh, you forget the rest of the world right so that's the concentration is important the second thing is basically about uh, uh, you know compartmentalization basically so when you're doing something you don't think about anything else because otherwise you now currently i'm doing like some 10 things if one things when i'm doing one thing i'm start thinking about what's going going wrong with the nine other things so i'll never be able to do justice to what i'm doing currently so i think it's important that what are you doing right now you need to like focus on it give it 110% uh, focus concentration and uh, passion right love right? make it the best thing that you can actually do and don't think about what other people will uh, do or say right the biggest problem of our generation has been what people are going to say what the social media is going to say what am i going to do how many likes i'm going to get what am i going to do with the the number of followers or the revenue the number of employees i know that you know metrics and all of that things are very important but not at the cost of what you want to achieve because you know it's it, it's not a rat race out there and i don't believe in it i i will do whatever i want to do i have never done anything because of uh, peer pressure uh, of course uh, i wanted to run away uh, because of my failure <laughs> i understand uh all of that but uh, i tried at every step in time to come and tell myself ki hey you got to do something something that you know makes uh, your version of the world you know uh, something that i like so uh, that's something that you know i have uh, you know continue to do and there's so many things you know i want to do in the future so the the bo- many books that i want to write and uh, there are many companies that i want to uh, build and support and uh, fund uh, you know something that helps me to do um, make this world a better place for our children in the years to come and centuries to come um, that's that's my uh, goal right now brilliant and on that note i think uh, vishwas now is the time please tell us a little bit more about the three companies that you are running with sonia at this moment in time you know a little bit of what each of them does and um, 
where uh, both of you are going with those companies before i come back to the topic on hand which is more books more writing more authoring but tell us a little bit more about all the good works brand of three companies that you have founded with sonia yeah. over to you thank you yeah so uh, you know we uh, it's been about 8 years now we started this journey and uh, the flagship company as of the first company we came up with is called good work labs and um, yeah, that was the first company of the good works uh, group of companies basically and um there basically we are trying to help companies build products and uh, these are software products we are helping a lot of top companies build products you know these are uh, uh fortune 500 companies uh these are unicorns in india that we work with like flipkart ptm uh farmeasy or uh, kiofer delicious a lot of these companies you know we uh, we help them um, build uh, tech products and go to the market uh, uh, faster with better products and um, of course we we have a lot of customers in us and europe uh, that's how it is done and we are doing phenomenally well um, right now we've done phenomenally well because we were people who are innovators we were people we are people who are uh, product people so we know how to build products right so which is not easy uh, to build so um, you know we we differentiated ourselves with that uh, and we, we kind of uh, become now become like uh, one of the preferred partners software partners for all the unicorns uh, in india most of the unicorns in india we working with them um so we, we are a very reliable uh, partner and you know that company has um, given us the um, you know the support to create all other companies so what we do in our companies you know we do something called uh, pivots uh, basically every year we do one or two of these uh, pivots in terms of something new we we want to do something new like we have a culture of experimentation something that we want to try so whenever we try something new so then anything that gets traction we just try to fund it and then we go to the next level some things don't work then then you know we learn from it and then we uh, internalize the learning and then we move forward so we have a culture where failing is okay but not trying is not okay so you need to try to do something so that is uh, something that you know um, we are created so uh, it it it's driven by me and sonia so that it in the entire uh, company it happens um so we started um, the second venture the same way we it was a uh, good works uh, co-working spaces so um you know we wanted to create amazing workspaces where it's beautifully designed and had a kind of a you know the culture and it really supports a lot of companies uh, you know for their workspace and collaboration and all of that so that's what uh, um, we have uh, focused on and uh, you know we uh, we were like the brand of the year so uh, this year we were the we are the uh, co-working brand of the year in uh, in bangalore uh, we won multiple multiple awards in terms of uh, you know fastest growing uh, co-working space and all of that uh, and of course because of the pandemic of course the the growth has kind of slowed down for the last year but i'm sure once the uh, things settle down i think we'll continue our story there so there's a long way to go for us there so that is the second company and uh i think third company is one of the most critical pieces that we were uh, thinking about is like uh, we wanted to make sure that we are investing in the right kind of startups helping in entrepreneurs who want to dare mighty things who want to create products and services of scale which can affect uh, and improve uh, things in different sectors you know uh, be it um, agriculture healthcare uh, consumer applications 
or education or uh, in, in multiple seg segments they uh, you know somebody who wants to grow right and has the right kind of vision so that's why we created this uh, fund it's called uh, good works angel fund and you know we are looking at about um, about eight, about 8 to 10 investments every year uh, between um, uh, up to 1 crore in each of the companies that's what we want to fund and um, i think uh, not only about funding we'll make sure that you know they have the support system uh, they have the technology support they have the office space and everything that they require is to make sure that you know they are able to uh, grow so that's uh, that's our way of giving it back our way to make sure that uh, whatever vision we have uh, we want to leave this uh, world as a better place you know when we go from here right so you know that is our humble attempt to uh, to do that basically thank you so much for sharing that and you know um, from the last little bit and this bit what stands out to me about you is Vishwas is a person that believes in living in the moment. So basically, if you're talking to me right now, your entire focus and attention is on this particular task at hand, and you're not bothered about anything else that is happening outside of this periphery. That is number one. Number two that I have learned is that you would like to leave the world slightly better than you found it for the forthcoming generations, and you would like to do stuff intelligently sustainably and in the right manner at the same time you would also like to pay it forward and pay it back both so vishwas well done to both of you and sonia for that absolutely amazing now let's get back to the topic at hand the literary creative topic and now here comes the second book and this book is not alone by itself it's the part one of a trilogy so before I actually get into asking you about this particular book, I would like to understand, Vishwas, what was the thinking and the general train of thoughts from moving from a singular book onto uh, like a series? And then how did this topic happen? What was going on into your mind at that particular point in time? You know, uh, your last book came out at, in 2014. And this current one, the first one of the Kalkis, which is the last avatar, the age of Kalki number one, came out in 2018. So sort of a four year time frame went by. But like I said, before coming back to the book, please take a step back. Why the trilogy? Why the topic? What was going on in Vishwas Mudgal's mind when uh, thinking about it? Over to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so this is the book. First of all, this is the book, uh, you know, that uh, uh, so thing about it's called the last avatar and uh, the uh, it's called age of kalki uh, trilogy and um, this is a very very special book right so for many reasons it's uh, very special um one of the things for me when i started writing about uh, this book was about superheroes okay I'm, I'm crazy about superheroes like many of us are across the world and what i felt was that you know there are a lot of superheroes across the universe you know especially the hollywood driven uh, superheroes and i felt that india needs to have something of our own something that is written with uh, you know deep rooted in our with our own cultural stuff like you know our own ethos our own mythology all of that right taking uh, inspiration from that right so i wanted to create a superhero character that you know that is uh, really cool and it's very futuristic and then something that uh, it's pretty kick-ass, right? So something that, you know, is cutting edge. That's what I wanted to do. And 
that's when i uh, realized that um, you know what better what better than kalki avatar right so basically um, i wanted to create um, kalki in flesh and blood some supposes if that person is right now alive just like a simple human right how would that person go about uh becoming who you know what uh, he is considered as right so basically that was the whole thought process on what it could be because you know of course see gods um ultimately are people who were there before us right and they have created uh, uh so many they have done so many good deeds they've done so many uh, you know like path breaking stuff uh, ahead of their times to be called as legends of gods right so that's how it is so what really happens uh, for somebody to do it right now somebody is there right now right or in the future so uh, that's how the book was and i wrote this book is it's not in the current uh, time it's a little bit ahead in the future like say it's like 20 30 years ahead in the future so it's like futuristic technology it's novel stuff and uh, you know the world is like you know being bogged down by all of the stuff this was before the corona started i wrote all of that uh, stuff you know that people uh, things are happening and you know kalyug is actually coming into place with all of this kind of uh, either it is a terrorism bioterrorism or you know some kind of a communism and dictatorship all that thing coming to shape and then of course you know somebody has to save the day and um, i think that is kalki who has to is like a simple um, person how he actually emerges that was the uh, the whole uh, plan it was like i was like super thrilled with the whole idea and i felt that uh, this is going to be phenomenal to give um, Uh, you know vision uh, this vision uh, to make it a reality right and it was supposed to be uh, basically going beyond books it was not just about one book i wanted to create something like a superhero universe of my own i wanted to make sure that you know it, it becomes like a either like a i won't say anime something uh, like an anime like a series or you know then becomes like a uh, you know full on uh, like a live action kind of a, you know either a series or movies so i wanted to like you know something that marvel has done but i want to do that for my own set of uh, superheroes characters and uh, for something that is deeply indian deeply indian because uh, that's something i wanted to do and um, that's when i started um, uh, writing about um, this thing and then realized that in one book is not possible at all i need to break it into a couple of uh, you know parts uh, and then that's how i started writing it uh basically and um, uh, of course the first book is 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 a best seller it went down to become a best seller and uh it's like it's 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 like you know my second book is uh, was supposed to come out last year so because of pandemic uh, i couldn't get the the kind of commitment i had to give uh, to the book because this is this is like really really like intense stuff like this is this cannot be written just like you know uh like any other book it 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 requires a lot of research it requires me to really think out of the box it's about connecting uh, different timelines it's about different characters uh, subplots and so many moving things to it because that's how i write my uh, my books you know i would i would like to ask the audience to please read the book to understand what i'm talking about there's so many moving parts but uh, they all you know uh, makes they will make sense eventually so um you know the uh, the whole idea was to have the first book as a as a teaser teaser of sorts and then the main things will come uh, later so the book ends in a kind of cliffhanger basically right so it's about kalki and he creates this um vanasena of his own right so that there's a called vanaroids because they are like 
created like a vanasena but they are like actually machines right so uh, so it's cool stuff something that uh, like indian superhero like indian iron man or some, something like that but not exactly like that right so something better than that i feel so uh, yeah so that is the journey and uh, i'm working on the second book it's taking me a bit of time and i hope that i'll not take four years uh, this time i think uh, people are really really upset with me a lot of um, readers are very upset uh, but i am uh, i know i have to like uh, you know find time and write uh, more often i am trying to do that <laughs> yeah what you okay brilliant thank you so much and you know uh vanaroid very great term you know so it's like humanoids androids and here is vanaroid so it's a mix of uh, like you say monkeys that's vanar and machines absolutely amazing stuff and you know to me what is coming out is it is a mix of uh, mythology meets sci-fi meets future so i am absolutely sure that it will be one of those unputdownable books i haven't read it so far um but for me i have to have everything in continuation so i will have to wait vishwas <laughs> till the entire set is finished and only then am i going to ever pick it up but the feeling that i get vishwas from you is it is going to be this unputdownable sort of tome and when i will get to it then i will have to read them all in one go so sorry vishwas but i will have to wait till the time that you write you better write them very quickly and i know for a fact um last year you went up to you know uh, the hills and uh, all of that was that a conscious decision to actually get ahead of writing the book were you looking for inspiration were you looking for peace quiet amongst all the chaos that we were through for the first time in 2020 what was going on what was that journey all about and where did it take you creatively in terms of uh, all this writing that happened over to you thank you yeah 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 so last year was uh, kind of difficult for everybody right so it was very difficult and in between all of that uh, you know i suddenly felt because of this uh, lockdowns and you know work from home and all that i suddenly realized that you know i can work from anywhere and uh, it was something that was not possible at all before and because i run a couple of companies and you know it's difficult to just take your mind off cut off you know it's very difficult but then i realized that i can go anywhere right now so that's when i realized that i i would go to the hills um and you know try to take some time off of course i can work there but you know just just because you know i'm working in a different environment you know the whole mindset and you are able to get uh thinking about you know uh, the plans and stuff like that so last year i spent about 3 or 4 months in the hills uh, in the himalayas and also in kurg in uh, uh, karnataka so it's, it's like beautiful it's like switzerland of india so uh you know i spent enough time there and uh, i think that really kind of helped me uh, introspect and uh, look look uh, internally towards uh, me um, as a person and my journey and the books that i'm trying to create and all of that is really really transformational uh, those few weeks and few months were very transformational with the nature of the, with simple people i went i went to like uh tiny little villages in the himalayas where there are hardly any people and they kind of they welcomed us and uh, we you know we ate rotis together roti together or you know um, very simple food uh, you know all of that so um, i went to the china border as well i, I looked at uh, the army i looked at how uh, things are happening there with all the uh, artillery guns are going around and uh, all of that stuff you know that's when some china conflict was going on so i had gone to gangotri that time uh, very close to the china border 
so um, that gave me a lot of inspiration and material for the book as well and then also made me realize that you know we got to do something uh, uh, i think uh, transformational uh, you know with my life as well and uh, with, with everybody around me so um, i think it was very very um, what do you say a very critical uh, uh, year last year was very critical and very transformational brilliant and as i think it served as a lot of uh, introspection time for you like you say and you yeah. sort of managed to come out with so many other uh, intriguing and creative things tell me something vishwas um what about the publisher of this book uh, any luck with um, any more uh, sort of rejections or were, were you accepted with open arms or what was that journey like take yeah, us down so that way yeah yeah so i think uh, the second book was it was not very difficult to find a publisher so hapa collins is the publisher for the, this book and uh, i think they have done a phenomenal uh, job in terms of uh, helping me out and packaging it and all of that um, and um, um, you know the trailer has gone viral uh, right now so we've got more than uh, 100 uh, i think 120k uh, views organically on just on youtube so A lot of people are crazy about this character. You know, they want to see it. Uh, you know, they want to see it as a movie. They want to see it as a, a series. So you know, now you know we are trying to think how do we convert that into more of a you know a design or a kind of an anime kind of a project. So we are working on that. So to create it like make it a full fledged uh, superhero uh, series. So I'm looking into that. And of course. um one of the one of the things that we're going to do with the our good works angel fund is one of the things is this is going to be one of the things that's going to fund you know the uh, you know this uh, you know this whole project and i believe uh, india deserves it india deserves uh, really cool you know high budget uh, superhero and i think uh, i think we are on to something let's see how it goes <laughs> i think um you know guts and gumption is half the journey one really which was so i'm sure definitely something will come out of that tell yeah. me a little bit more so um 2014 the first book 2018 the second book i know you were sort of um, uh, taken or shaken down your path last year from publishing the second part of the trilogy is it going to be coming out anytime this year or will it be a next year job and then what are the projections for the third one into this series I think it's uh, important the uh, audience sort of get uh, a little bit of an idea, so to sort of keep the calendars and the minds ticking. Over to you. Yeah, so um, I'm hoping to complete the book uh, this year, right? That's what I'm hoping, and then it usually takes about six months for the post production and editing and all of that stuff. So, so in all practicality, I think it's going to be like you know early next year or mid of next year is what I think. Uh, is going to be and um, and and i think uh, what we are trying to do in between all that is to figure out if we can do something uh, more than just books to create this character in different formats so we are looking at that uh, you know so that you know multiple teams can create those things and it uh, the dependency is just not on me just to uh, the write the book so that's something i'm looking at right now so that you know audience don't have to wait for so long to uh, look at it it's because i've written about something called uh, indian secret uh, society right it's called the rudras and um this is like ancient indian secret society that is protecting the uh, the wealth of uh, india's knowledge 
right? And these are like super cool guys, and they were like way ahead of their times. And they have like they had like spacecrafts and they, uh, whatever like you 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 can imagine they have done it like you know ten thousand years back, right? So that's what the whole premise is that ten thousand years back, India was so advanced that you know we are not able to figure it even now right now. So um, that was the whole um, premise there. And uh, you know, so there there are a lot of offshoot characters and all that you know because of that fabric you can create. So there's so many ideas that I'm hashing it out at this point in time. Um, something that you know I'll be working on uh, you know creating uh, those avatars um, basically. So I'm working on it. So I think uh, maybe next year is something the next book uh, will come out. Fair enough. And to me, it looks like you are trying to create an entire ecosystem. the book with multiple activities so here i get a little bit of an idea about maybe a series coming out who knows with the ott platforms and stuff like that you never know might be sort of a web series as well it could be animated it could be made into a game i mean the possibilities are limitless with the technology that is available and the kind of ideas that are going around right now so well done again towards that and i guess um it's a moot question to really ask about the third book right now because let's just go one step at the time so audience and dear viewers and listeners you've heard it the second part of kalki the last avatar is due maybe early next year or by middle of uh, next year which is 2022 so keep your eyes glued on to the amazons and the flipkarts of the world hapa collins are the publishers again just wait for vishwas to drop the news out on social and then let's just go and get it with that i sort of come up to this question of what are the other creative activities you are dabbling in right now besides writing besides creating all these fantastic ecosystem pieces around these superheroes is there anything else that you do that sort of satiates your um, massive appetite for creating something and leaving an impact over to you vishwas Are really full, as you can see, and uh, um, of course, I have this uh, series called Ask Vishwas. Uh, that's my um, hashtag, and um, that is my way of making sure that people are, um, you know, able to reach out to me, and then I'm able to ask answer the questions to many of these professionals and young students, and uh, you know, the professionals basically when they are like you know climbing the ladder in the corporate. ecosystem or they're starting their own company they're the kind of trying to figure out what will their careers that's when i think they need the maximum uh, support and uh, uh, you know unadulterated advice right and i i believe that you know because of uh, the kind of rich experiences and uh, ups and downs i have had in my life i thought i, I can contribute uh, to them right so uh, i think that was my uh, humble attempt and uh, of course i've got more than like 100 million uh, uh views on all over the uh, social media for the kind of series that i have got and i'm hoping that that's going to uh, continue uh, i'm going to continue writing i'm going to continue uh, uh making a small little videos every uh, now and then whenever it's possible to make sure that you know um people are getting something uh, of value right and then uh, i'm able to make a small tiny difference uh, in their day to day lives All right, and I think that's a very nice gesture. And as we are sort of heading towards the close of this scintillating conversation with you, I think it is very apt 
as an author as a writer as a creative person and entrepreneur a motivational speaker all rolled into one to please leave the audience with some tips tricks and advice about what not to do and what to do when somebody is charting out onto their own journey of creating written pieces now whether it is ebooks whether it is full fledged books as long as they are writing something what is it that you would advise them from your own experience what worked for you no two journeys are the same i do understand that vishwas but you never know what might work for somebody else and what lesson they might take so please do share and we will leave the audience with these thoughts and then they can infer their own uh, inferences from here over to you thank you yeah so um what i would like to tell all the aspiring authors out there is that um, you need to write for yourself like i said you need to write for yourself you need to make sure that uh, you are uh, you are, as a writer is writing for you as an audience that's very critical do not write to please anybody else it's it's not possible and do not try to think uh, what are people going to talk about you or you know what they're going to say or they're going to laugh or whatever right it really doesn't matter what really matters is what you believe in and uh, i can tell you this much that uh, everybody is special everybody is special and unique because of that uniqueness uh, that is where the beauty comes out right so every person is unique and your view of the world is unique and that's why you need to write your story not because of anything else not because if your grammar is better not because your story is better than others no you need to write because your experiences are your own your vision the view that how you look at the world is different that's why you need to write your uh, story and uh, when you writing your story uh, i always uh, this help me a lot the first draft is not to think the first draft is to just get it out of your mind and put it on a pen and paper or your laptop do not think just write because they say that about 99 99% of the people never finish their uh, first draft they never do because it is really difficult and then they start thinking okay what is this subplot what is that character what will people think what will whether i'll get a publisher or not uh, you know how am i going to you know survive all that stuff right when you start thinking you'll never you'll never do anything right you can never do anything what you need to do is the first draft just vomit it out you just need to whatever comes in your mind just write it don't even think right it doesn't matter how bad it is you just need to write second draft is somewhere you need to start banging in better second draft is when the original uh, story writing starts and you need to start uh, you know uh, beautifying the uh, you know the scenes you know decorating the scenes coloring the scenes giving it sense meaning um, all of that um and thing then you bring the subplots in you do connects then you can rewrite all of that stuff so uh finishing a first draft is very critical and um yeah after that i think show it to some of your uh, friends get some uh, feedback i think you can go for meeting a uh, you know like a uh, agent you can talk to publishers there's so many new publishers at this point in time i think uh, it's it's much easier to get published than before so all the best there <laughs> so that advice was for the writers now i cannot leave this conversation without asking for your tips and tricks for all the entrepreneurs and the students that you anyway write or advise with your ask vishwas series so some tips and tricks for them as well and then we will say our byes so back to you vishwas yeah so as an entrepreneur i um, for people who want to start on their own 
always try to understand a couple of things right one is you need to solve a problem in the market that is something that you need to understand you need to solve a problem that you're passionate about there's so many problems in the world just look around you every sector has a problem every field that is there in the world has a problem right now problem in terms of efficiency or cost or uh, time to market or pollution or a number of things right so you need to find a problem that you want to work on uh, to make it either better or come up with a better solution to manage it or think totally think out of the box to disrupt it that's what you need to think uh, and number two think about how you want to make money it needs to make sense while do solving the problem it needs to make money that's very important and you need to understand to get there you need to have a team so you need to understand who's that team going to be who's going to help you in this journey to solve that uh, problem and number four you need to look at how you're going to fund it so basically because it needs startup capital you need to uh, first first and foremost my suggestion is uh, whatever savings you have you can spend that uh, i mean invest that or you can ask your friends and family uh, that is the best way to kickstart your journey and then of course you can go for angel funding and all of the other um, you know uh, platforms are there right now so there are many ways you know entrepreneurship now is a far more matured ecosystem startup ecosystems far more uh, matured than how it was like you know 15 years back when i started uh, it's far better now so um, so all the best and you can always reach out to me i'm on linkedin facebook uh, instagram and um, i'll be happy to answer any questions regarding your startup uh, or we are we always looking for pitches you know if some you are doing something great we would love to fund it as well absolutely right uh, good works angel fund the newest baby in the entire group blocks absolutely yeah. brilliant one last thing what is the first line from the second book i would like to leave the audience with that so then they can wait for the rest of the book would you like to remember <laughs> that first line of the second book which one no it's still uh, in the works so i've still not written uh, you know the first line is one of the most uh, important words it's called the hook as you know so um so basically uh, i have written it but i think uh, needs some more thinking before i reveal it okay fair enough so with that i think um, we will take the audience leave this was author spotlight the spotlight was shining today on my dear friend vishwas mudgal who is the author of losing my religion and of the trilogy of the last avatar the age of kalki book number 1 was out in 2018 the next book more than likely will be out in 2020 available to buy at amazon flipkart and anywhere else that you buy your books with that it is vishwas and your friendly host preeti choudhary saying do take good care stay safe and jai hind thank you vishwas see you soon thank you thanks so much